our readings this morning refer to a number of contrasts and opposites. They speak of cursed and blessed, now and then, this life and the next life. In the first reading, Jeremiah is serving God as a prophet at a time when many believed that their best chance for survival as a kingdom could be found in alliance with a powerful nation such as Egypt. Jeremiah speaks for the Lord to relate some comparisons. He points out that the person who does not trust in the Lord, but rather trust in his or own strength or the strength of others, is cursed, while the person who trusts in the Lord is blessed. He gives the example of a barren bush in a dry and lifeless desert, being like the person who does not trust in the Lord. While it is the fruit-bearing tree that has plenty of water that resembles the person who trusts in God and whose hope is in the Lord. Jesus also points out contrasts and opposites in the Beatitudes. Coming down from the mountain, Jesus comes into the midst of the people, not just as apostles and closest disciples, but even those who traveled a far distance to hear him speak. And he speaks confidently. He looks them right in the eye as he contrasts for them the now and then, how things are experienced now compared to how things will be then. Jesus uses examples from their own experience of poverty and hunger, sadness, pointing out the contrast. Although they might now be physically poor, they will eventually be rich in the fullness of God's kingdom. Though they might now be physically hungry, they will eventually enjoy the heavenly banquet. Though they might now weep, they will eventually experience joy. Though they might now be hated, they will eventually leap with joy in heaven. And he continues to use concrete examples as he makes more contrast. The rich now have money, but their money will not provide for them in the end. Those who are not physically hungry now will be hungry then. Those who laugh now will then grieve and weep. Those who enjoy fame and praise now will suffer the fate of the false prophets. St. Paul tells us that the resurrection of Jesus is what gives meaning and purpose to this life. If for this life only, St. Paul says, we have hoped in Christ, then we are the most pitiable of all people. Jesus' resurrection is what gives meaning to the contrast we find in our lives as we seek to live the gospel. We really are very much like the people at the time of Jeremiah and Jesus. We are all on a faith journey from this life to the next. And it helps us to remember that the present condition is not the final condition. If we trust only in others or seek strength in ourselves or turn our hearts away from Christ, we will suffer dire consequences. We will not be blessed. But if we trust in Christ and place our hope in him, we will be blessed and find true joy. Now is the time to live the gospel. These beatitudes and woes announce that the end is not yet, but when it comes, God's reign will establish a radical reversal in the fortunes of the rich and powerful and the poor. The then of our lives is being determined by the now of our life on earth. Perhaps this is a somber lesson. We live in a culture and time that values the rich and the famous. Have you ever watched American Idol? We value the popular. 
Some of us would pay great sums of money to see a famous musician, but not pay a dime to support the mission of the parish. This is a somber lesson also because we live in the age and the evil of moral relativism, a time when we are told that our choices do not matter, that there is no such thing as a good choice or a bad choice, a time when justice is not defined by my responsibility to others, rather justice is what others owe me. In many ways, we are like Jeremiah's bush in that dry, lifeless desert. The wealth of this world and its pleasures are not the blessings we might think they are. They can blind us to the real values of life and prevent us from dying to the world and living resurrected lives in Christ. It is neither poverty nor wealth that promises blessing or curse, but rather commitment to Christ despite our poverty or wealth. Therein lies the paradox of these readings. The life of the tree is subject to the water that nourishes it. The life of the Christian feeds on faith in the death and resurrection of Christ. Cursed and blessed, now and then, this life and the next. These words reflect the opposites in contrast. So how do we apply them to our lives? What do they mean to us as we walk with Christ? We must live this life with eyes of faith, always looking with eyes of faith to the next life. Now does matter for the then. Our choices do matter. In the Eucharist, Christ strengthens us to live lives of faith, hope, and love. And it is through these virtues of faith, hope, and love that we can place our trust in God and enjoy the prosperity that brings to us.